There's that song we all know and love. Blau und weiß ein Leben lang. Hallo, meine Lieben. Wie geht's? Willkommen zum Das Einziger Schalke Podcast auf Englisch. That's right, folks. Officially the world's only English Schalke Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Carman. Let me start off by thanking you for tuning back to our show. Schalke fans are some of the greatest fans in all the world, many of whom speak English. This pod aims to bring you the latest from the Royal Blues, talk to the English-speaking fans of the club and get their point of view across, and bring you game highlights. We will also pick out articles on the club and talk a little bit about them. The rundown on today's podcast, Bastian Ochipka, and the China preseason tour. Bastian Ochipka is a man with plenty of Bundesliga experience to his name, having made 175 appearances in the German top flight since 2010-2011 for FC St. Pauli, Bayer Leverkusen, and most recently Eintracht Frankfurt. Digging around the internet, I was trying to find some more information on the newest, you know, player for for Schalke, and I actually did find an article on the new left back. It was written by Jack Mergagen. The article is titled "Ochipka: The Man Set to Replace Kolasnic." I'm going to read, a, you know, a couple excerpts from the uh, from the article. The fee paid for the defender is estimated to be around four and a half million euros, and Ochipka will be wearing the number 24 shirt for the Royal Blues this season. The 28-year-old is set to replace Shad Kolasnic in the first team after the Bosnian left for Premier League side Arsenal on a free transfer earlier in the summer transfer window. Schalke head coach Domenico Tedesco told the club's official website that the Royal Blues are very excited to have Ochipka with us for the new season. Tedesco described Ochipka as a reliable left-back who knows the Bundesliga well and added that the German is a modern fullback was solid at the back as well as being a danger going forward. Ochipka also spoke following the announcement saying that he's excited by this new challenge and that credit for the move goes to Tedesco and Schalke manager Christian Heidel for convincing him to get involved with the challenge that lie ahead here at Schalke. The former Frankfurt man also took the opportunity to thank his old club for five great years in the Bundesliga. Ochipka played in a more advanced position than his usual fullback spot during the DFB Pokal final. In that match, he was looking for his first taste of uh, a major trophy, and the left back is still looking for his first major trophy after tasting finals defeat against our bitter rivals Borussia Dortmund. Worth noting, Ochipka has uh, a history, I guess you could say, with one of the current members on Schalke. Back in 2013, Franco Di Santo, when he was actually playing with Werder Bremen, I believe, Kung Fu kicked Ochipka in the face. It wasn't a pretty play. Uh, Di Santo was given a, a straight red for it. Ochipka was left bloodied. Ochipka's team ended up winning, went on to win the game, so I guess in hindsight he was happy about it, but um, getting kicked in the face is never a good thing. So it'll be interesting, I guess, uh, if they can laugh this off many years later, or maybe Ochipka still holding a grudge. Who knows? Another another worthy note is that um, last September, Ochipka scored a sensational thunder goal against Ingolstadt. It was, I think, around like September 23rd. Actually, there's you had the the top five goals of that week. His goal was number one. We'll tweet it out after the podcast. So my question to all of you guys: How do you feel about the signing of Bastian Ochipka? Send us a tweet at so4 underscore podcast and let us know. 
Schalke, 04, Schalke, 04, das sind die besten Juwelen, das sind wir hier. Das ist unsere Religion, kein Verein viel mehr wie eine Nation. Alright, since the last time we spoke, there was actually three preseason matchups since that time. Schalke, as we know, are headed over to China to take part in the ICC tournament. But before traveling to China, they traveled to Paderborn to play the uh, to play the third division side German team. You know, Schalke played very well throughout the match. The game started out fairly even. Schalke didn't have Schalke had a lot of chances in the beginning, uh, but in the 20th minute, Franco Di Santo, who we just spoke about, received a pass inside the penalty box and slid it over to Yevon Konoplyanka, who made no mistake and finished off with a nice goal. The only goal needed in this affair, in this affair, in fact. This is also the debut for Amin Herit, and the young Frenchman looked fantastic. He showed composure on the ball. Uh, he had that vision that we've been touting about here on the podcast. Um, when faced with pressure, he snaked his way free, found the open teammate, whether it was one defender on him, two defenders on him, in some instances three defenders on him. His quick feet uh, got him out of those sticky situations. And those same quick feet will lead to many opportunities for the Royal Blues this upcoming season, I see. My thoughts on the friendly against Paderborn? It was a good result. one nothing win. Considering their opponents who they're playing against, who are just days away from the season opener. I, I think, uh, they look pretty, they look pretty well out there. Um, Paderborn already match fit. Like I said, they're going, their, their season begins soon. Very soon. So, and Schalke have just only begun their preseason. So to be able to keep up with Paderborn, Schalke, I thought, did fabulous. And like I said, it was a good opponent. Yes, there's a third division team. But it's better than the last opponent, right? And this team is already is ready for their season in Paderborn. So your team is not fit at, at the level that you're going to need when the season starts. So the fact that you were able to go toe-to-toe with this team uh, is, a, is a good sign. And, and to Disco's men, uh, and they all played well. And it was a great debut for Amin Herrett. It's just good to see him in the Schalke jersey, and and I'm looking I'm looking forward to a, a great season for him. Now, that was in Germany. After that game, the team flew over to for to China. Uh, the first matchup in China was against Besiktas. Now, this was a very wide open match with a lot of scoring chances going both ways throughout the entire ninety. Uh, the scoring started when American Weston when American Weston McKenney made a perfect through pass to a streaking Amin Herit. Who made no mistake about it. Weston McKinney threads the ball through to Harry. That's a good ball as well. And two new signings combined. Well, these two could be the future of Schalke. Young American Weston McKinney through to Armin Harrit. And that's a fine, fine opening goal. And he put the ball past the Besiktas keeper for the first goal with the Royal Blues and to give Schalke the lead 1-0. to zero. The first half would end by that scoreline, where there were chances for more goals by both teams that um, they just failed their opportunities. Like I said, defense was not, defense was not a premium here. It was, all, it was all about offense, it seemed, in the first half. In the second half, Luke Hemmerich intercepted a pass in midfield. Once he gained control, he played a nice give-and-go with Donis Avdiyai, and then charged down the pitch. As he got to the top of the box, Hemmerich found himself all alone without a defender you know, willing to challenge him, so he thought, why not give it a go, right? And he took a shot, 
blasted the powerful left-footed shot along the ground, and it flew past the sprawling keeper to give Schalke the 2-0 advantage. A ball won here by young Luke Hemmerich. And Hemmerich got space to run here. Might have a go! Oh! A fine goal from the 19-year-old! The 19-year-old, who actually had a good season last year with the youth team, uh, with a goal like that, he's letting Domenico Tedesco know that he's keen to join the senior team this season. Now we fast forward, you know, four minutes later, the ever-trustworthy Naldo gave the ball away at midfield with a very rare mistake, and Besiktas countered quickly. A pass from the midfield found its way to a wide-open Chen Tusen, who hit the far post and nearly got the Turkish side within a goal. Let's fast forward two more minutes um, to the 63rd minute where Guido Bergstella intercepted a pass from near midfield while colliding with the midfielder from Besiktas. Bergstaller got up quickly, collected the ball, slid it over to Avdiyai, who found Ivan Konemblianka all alone in front of the net, who coolly redirected past the keeper to give Schalke a dominating 3-0 lead. That's Bergstaller. And now Avdiyai, he's got Konemblianka in the middle, and Konemblianka makes it 3-0 to Schalke. Well, more mistakes in midfield. Both sides have been guilty for this time. It's Besiktas who are punished through Konoplyanka. Konoplyanka, who has started out this preseason in fine form, has seemingly scored in every game played thus far and appears to be the feature man for the Royal Blues this upcoming season. Tedesco's men are putting on a clinic against the Turkish champions. Besiktas are the reigning champions of Turkey and they fought back like champions do. With help by lackadaisical defense by Dinapin of a set piece in the 68th minute, Bergstaller deflected it back to Tucson, who was wide open, and he was in the right place at the right time, and he got his team on the board. Less than 10 minutes later, more sloppy play from Naldo on the rest of the defense, so Besiktas wormed their way through the six-yard box, and Tucson doubled his tally with a cheeky little chip over Fireman to bring Besiktas within one goal. Schalke, clearly fatigued uh, from the heat and humidity in China, um, they had actually to take breaks in the 30 minute, 30th and a half hour marks of both halves uh, because it was so hot and humid. You know, Tedesco is going to have to build the boys' stamina to keep this form, keep this from happening. You know, once the season begins. But then again, maybe the Royal Blues just took their foot off the gas because I mean, right after that second goal, the team ramped up their attack once again, and then eventually in the 86th minute, Bernard, Bernard Tekpeti had a glorious opportunity to add another goal for Schalke. Uh, made a nice move around the defender, found himself one-on-one with the goalkeeper, but his shot went sailing over the crossbar. I mean, it wasn't even close. Uh, he just, I guess, panicked under the headlights, I guess. Just just a minute later, Schalke attack caused another turnover, and the ensuing counterattack led to a wonderful chance by Konoplyanka that was blocked off the line by the Sheikta's defender. My thoughts on the game? You know... I thought Schalke did well to implement Tedesco's tactics. They looked very fluid. They were always in the attack against a very good team. A team who's the reigning Turkish champions, so there are no slouches. I thought the youngsters played very well again, most notably Amin Herit, Weston McKinney, Luke Hemmerich, and Adonis Avdiyay. Tedesco will have to teach his players to keep the foot on the gas no matter what kind of lead they have, whether it's 1-0, 2-0, 4-0, 7-0, 
and he has to continue to build the stamina they will they will need to keep up with the pace that Domenico Tedesco expects him to play at. He likes his team to play, you know, high pace for 90 minutes. So they're going to have to build their stamina. They're going to have to be able to keep up with that kind of pace. Defensively, though, I think they need the most work. Um, this is a very good attacking Besiktas side who took advantage of Schalke on several occasions. This, again, could have been contributed to the heat and humidity in China. But nonetheless, you know, they need to play more compact. Tedesco will make sure this happens as he demands his teams to play compactly and error-free. As you said in, in the previous podcast, uh, the, way Schalke, the way Tedesco likes to line up his teammates is, um, yes, it's a 3-4-3, but when, when they're in defense, it's really a five-man defense. And the midfield, with the midfield at seven back there, they play very, very compact. He doesn't like to give the, he doesn't like to, um, give up many shots. And he, he definitely hates giving up goals. So I can see, I can see that Tedesco and his staff are going to correct us, you know, and make sure this doesn't happen throughout the season. Cause last year they were very leaky. Um, and that was a big worry for all of us Schalke fans, seeing all the, all the goals go in against us, not for us. All right, moving on to the, the second matchup in China and the third preseason game, Schalke versus Inter. Now, but before the match, Schalke Twitter, if you saw, was teasing Inter a little bit, reminding them of the previous encounter where Raul, Edu, and the rest of the Schalke teammates stunned Europe by beating Inter in both legs to make it to the semifinals of the Champions League. This would be the biggest test to date for the Royal Blues as Internazionale are a very formidable squad with several top players, players like Mauro Icardi, Ivan Perisic, Samir Handanovic, João Mario, just to name a few. You know, both teams were also in similar fitness levels and preseason fitness. They both started the preseasons around the same time. Uh, both will begin uh, fairly around the same time too. So they're both at an equal level. So it's a good, good, I guess, assessment of where you are, where both teams are really. I thought the game was actually pretty even. It was very entertaining, in my opinion. Both teams had quality opportunities, and both teams played pretty clean and sound. There was not much in the goal-scoring department until about the 60th minute, when Bernard Tecpetti started out on the left wing, slalling his way through several Internazionale players, even inside, outside. It actually kind of looked like I mean here, there, huh? And he passed to a wide-open Daniel Caligiri. Caligiri sidestepped the defender and blasted a goal past Samir Hamdanovic to give Shaka the 1-0 advantage. Now Tekpater. Surging run by the young forward and he's still going. And he's found Caligiri. It's Daniel Caligiri. Great skill. Wonderful goal. And a man who has been involved with the Italian national squad scores against one of Italy's biggest clubs. Tekpater started the move. And then Caligiuri, with composure and skill, finished it wonderfully well. Tecpetti with fascinating footwork to break down the inter defense, and Caligiuri with a nice finish. Play continued even uh, up until about the 73rd minute or so, when central defender, who, by the way, is not known for his offensive ability, scored a sensational goal from 18 yards out into the top corner over outstretched hands of Alexander Nubel. This is Jason Murillo. He's done really well, Murillo, to open up the space. What a fine goal by Jason Murillo. A defender by trade, but a goal any striker would be proud of. This was magnificent from the Colombian. It's a gorgeous goal. Nothing he, 
nor any other goalie in the world could have done to stop that shot. All you got to do when you see something like that, you stand up, applaud him, and say, well done. I mean, nothing you can do about it. No reason to complain. I mean, that's just... When, I, when somebody like that scores... When anybody like that scores a goal of that level, um, you just got to say, well, congrats, beautiful goal. Um, the game, you know, went back and forth again for the remainder of the game. It ended 1-1. to What are my thoughts on the match? Again, this was an even match... Two good teams playing to a fun stalemate with opportunities both ways. Both teams showed good organization defensively, and both goals scored were the result of brilliant individual efforts. Jason Murillo for Inter, and Bernard Tecpeti as Schalke. What are my thoughts of the China Tour? Well, really the three games since we last spoke. Um, Schalke is doing well under, under Tedesco. There seems to be an identity growing. The addition of Amin Herrett. Uh, is a very good one because he's a X factor, if you will. A lot of the guys are very predictable, or people are very familiar with what with other players on a team will do. Um, maybe minus Konoplyanka, but I mean, Herod is an X factor. You never know what he's going to do. He's capable of so much with his fancy footwork. Also, you know the signings of Ochipka. Ochipka is a very solid left back with a good left foot. I mean, he can score also from outside the box. Very very powerful shot. You know, Tedesco has experimented too with Stambouli playing left back. Who would have thought that would have worked? It has so far. But now with Ochipka in the in the mix, you know, maybe Stambouli goes back to the defensive midfield. We still haven't seen, you know, much of Havidis. You know, Max Meyer hasn't played yet. Goretzka hasn't played yet. So, you know, we're, we're Schalke's not even full full strength yet. I like the way Tedesco is, is getting getting the boys to play. And they're buying into the system right now, you know? The, the trick is going to be, you know, once the team faces some adversity, it'll be interesting to see how the team responds. But right now, I like the way um, Domenico Tedesco has the men playing, really. Um, it's all about learning this new system, learning to play with the new players and, you know, with your teammates. I love the way, you know, Weston McKinney is playing thus far as well. Um, yes, Haji Wright had a, had a boatload of goals in the, in the first preseason game. But uh, Weston McKinney looks like a, a very good player who could see some quality time. Luke Hemmerich uh, is also a player who could who could be on the senior squad as well. So, you know, the team has talent, both, you know, veterans and, and youth. And this is good to see. I mean, Chalka's never been short of talent. But it's all about putting it back, you know, putting it back and get them to work in the right order. So, you know, hopefully, you know, they keep progressing. They're not there yet. It's only preseason. You know, it's, it's nice that they got two wins and one draw out of the three games in the last, you know, 15 days. But it's 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 a step in the process in the right direction. Once the season starts, that's when we're going to see really what the boys are made of. So my question to you is, how impressed were you with the Schalke boys in their China, in their China preseason tour and that matchup against Paderborn? Tell us all about it at SO4 underscore podcast on Twitter. Alright folks, keep tuning in throughout this summer as we will bring you the latest from the Royal Blues. We want to thank Schalke and the Bundesliga for providing us tidbits for our podcast today. If there are any topics you would like us to discuss, send us a tweet over at SO4 underscore podcast on Twitter. 
Once again, I'm your host, Richard Carmen, and you can find me on Twitter as well at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N. Until the next pod comes, stay ready, keep watching Shalka, and I'll be with you soon. Shoes.